Hey guys, it's your host, Sam Evans, and welcome back to another episode of Lifestyle Redesigned. I honestly cannot believe that this is the 20th episode of the podcast. Like, that means I've been doing this for 20 weeks. That is crazy to me. Honestly, more because I took a little break when my laptop shut down and... All of that stuff happened, as you guys heard in previous episodes. But I just, I can't believe it. Like, I remember starting this podcast being like, I just need to make it to five episodes. I can't hit that burnout and blah, blah, blah. All of these, like, doubts coming into mind when I first started. And now it's like, it comes naturally to me. And I absolutely love it. I love talking to new people all the time. I love interviewing people who inspire me. Like, everybody that I've had on this podcast, not only are they great for my life, listeners or for you guys because they're so inspirational but they inspire me too you know and as I'm interviewing them I'm also learning from them and I'm taking notes on what they're saying and and sometimes I re-listen to the actual episode to dive back into what they were talking about I don't know I just think that like talking to all of these people and learning so much from each and every one of them is exactly what I was meant to do and exactly what I saw for this podcast and I'm so excited for the future of this podcast and what it has to bring. For this episode, I'd like to introduce you guys to Gigi Martinez, who is a 24-year-old entrepreneur who started a social media marketing agency called Girl Socially when she was 23. So about a year ago, maybe a little more than a year ago is when she started it. She was kind of in the same place that every other entrepreneur that I've interviewed was. And that was she went to college for one thing and then she realized like she wasn't meant to be doing that, you know. And every time I interview someone who says the exact same thing as the person before, I'm like, wow, you know, it just brings me so much much reassurance on what I'm doing right now and how young I am. I am constantly reminded of how young I am and how young we all are at the age of 22. Like we don't need to have everything figured out despite what society says. And again, that's the whole point of this podcast is to bring you guys reassurance that like it's okay to try as many things as you can at this age. Take as many risks as you can. Now is the time to do it. So throughout this episode, we talk all about that and we dive a lot into the aspects of everything happening for a reason. So every decision that you make, every relationship that you make, everywhere that you go, all of those things bring you to where you're supposed to be. And that is the beauty of life decisions. And sure, it can be scary, especially when you have no idea what you're doing, like myself, But, you know, that's like the fun of it. You just kind of have to, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And it's something that I still have to get used to, but I'm starting to learn that that's the best way to grow. Gigi and I talk a lot about how she started her agency and how she was able to make it grow to the point that it's at now. But we also talk about the aspect of just starting. So when she started She didn't make sure every little thing was perfect. You know, we try the best that we can to put out our best quality work at that time. In a couple months from now, what you thought was your best quality work, there's even better quality work that you could put out. So your brand or whatever you're trying to start is constantly going to grow and it's constantly going to change. So we just talk about remembering to start now and adjust. Start now and figure it out as you go along, you know? I know you guys are probably ready to listen to the episode now so without further ado let's get right into it 
Hey, Gigi. How are you? Hi, Sam. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for being on again. Second time's the charm. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm like so glad. I was like, what? Two times? I'm like, yes, sign me up. So I'm glad I'm back. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like for the last minute changes and stuff, like my laptop is just honestly like this is why you can't fully rely on technology because as you know, like I lost everything. So now I'm like, all right, I can't rely on my laptop anymore. I know, but it's so crazy because I feel like everything's on our like phone, like, you know, your phone or your laptop, everything is on it from like your contacts, emails, like finding, like, you know, so it's like, if you lose that, because the same thing with me, like I create content for my clients. So if I, a lot of the pictures are just like on my photo album on my phone. And if I were to like lose my phone or if it breaks, I lose all that content too. So it's like, oh my gosh, it's kind of scary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is like the, like one of the biggest lessons learned. I know it sounds stupid, but like now I'm backing up everything. I'm like making sure like, you know, it's all safe in multiple places. Oh yeah. No, I'm sure you learned your lesson and you're like, I, this is never going to happen to me again. Exactly. Exactly. But anyways, moving on to the actual episode, for those of you who don't know you, why don't you go ahead and you know, introduce yourself and talk about your business and everything like that, what you're up to now. Yeah, of course. So my name is Gianni, but I go by Gigi. I'm 24 years old and I currently live in Tampa, Florida, and I'm a business owner. I own my own marketing agency where I help female business owners run their business. And I just take care of all of their digital marketing presence and social media presence. So yeah, it's kind of what I've been doing this past like year and a half and everything. And I love it. I work with beauty salons, nonprofits, influencers to clothing brands, like med spas, like literally name it. So yeah, it's been really fun. <laughs> That's awesome. So how did you like, how did you get into that? Cause I feel like now when you look on social media, that's like a very big thing that a lot of, you know, people are doing is starting their own agencies or just getting more into social media. But I know you went to school and everything like that. So was this your, your long-term goal or, or what? So, okay. So I'll tell you the long story, but kind of like condensed. So I was, my family thought I was going to go to like law school and that's what I was preparing all of college for. And so I ended up studying like communications and PR and I was going to go to law school with that major. And I took the LSAT and everything. And so this was, I was like in my junior year of college and then I took it and like obeyed me a month later. I hadn't even gotten my results yet for my LSAT. And I was just like, I'm not doing law school. Like I'm just not applying, not doing it. And then I was like, okay, what do I do? And so thankfully, since my major was communications and PR, that kind of set me like, I was very familiar in the marketing world, right? Because the classes were kind of similar and everything. So then I was like, let's look into marketing. And that's when I really buckled down. I was like, okay, I need to get internships. I need to get experience and everything. So then I ended up getting three internships during that time and even like a little bit post-grad. And then after those internships had kind of like, were just done, I decided to start my own agency because it was already like, you know, during COVID times, I graduated in 2019. So also during that time, I had to fill my space. And I was like, what do I do? Because I had like internships and like a part-time job, but not really a full-time job. So I also did masters. I went to Liberty University online and did a digital marketing and advertising to like tie in everything together. And yeah, so it was really 
like my family just didn't expect me to be going to do like marketing or anything like that. They're like, oh, really? But it's so weird because I always like think back. I was always really into like I was like that MySpace, like Tumblr girly, like yeah. making my page look really, really cute. Yep. Or like, I don't know, just something like that. And I was always really into like social media. I'm not an influencer by any means, but I just love social media. I think it's just really cool what it could do. And so yeah, and I and I love marketing so much, right? Because it's like the psychology of business and I love psychology and I love business. So it's it's like a great intersection. And I was always really into it, like interested in it. Mm-hmm. And then how did you like think about starting your own agency? Was it like a slow process or did you kind of like jump all in? So I would say a little bit of both, right? And I would say it's a, it was a slow process because I hadn't, that one of the internships that I had mentioned turned into a paid position and that I was their social media coordinator and it was always remote online. And so I, you know, was doing this, I was getting paid to do their social media and I was going to my grad school and I had like another internship. So I was like, I could get another client and, you know, be charging for this and do that. So it was kind of like, it kind of like fell in my lap, I always say, but I like I did jump into it because I just kind of, you know, was like, I'm gonna, I like got my domain on my website, I got my Instagram username, and I just went for it. Like I just went for it. I did take a class that I do want to say I did take a class in beginning of January 2021. And it was like a social media marketing course for six weeks. And that was really helpful. And I think that's like so important. Like I just got resourceful with what I had and what was like in front of me. And I just like kind of went for it, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, that totally makes sense because I think that the longer you think about something, the less likely you are to do it. Like you kind of have to start off messy almost and start off like not really knowing what you're doing and then figure it out along the way. I mean, you're never going to be 100% ready. I always like you're just never going to be 100% ready. There's like things I like so don't, you know, I like didn't know how to do my tax as a business owner until this past April, right? And had to figure it out. But I didn't know that beforehand because I never had done it, you know? So it's like, I like, oh my God, it's Lauren from Skinny Confidential. She always says like, start now and adjust later. And it's so true. Just start now and you'll like learn and get better day by literally every day you'll get better. Like as long as you're getting 1% better, that's like good news. I think. Yeah. Exactly. I I was talking to another entrepreneur the other day for another episode. And she was like, one thing that people tend to forget is that nobody actually knows what they're doing. Like you look at you look at like people who have been doing this for so say you, for example, you've been doing this for a little over a year now, you know, and someone who might just be starting, they're like, Oh my God, Gigi has it all together. Like she knows exactly what she's doing, like this is perfect, blah, blah, blah. But like in your head, you're probably still like figuring it out (laughs) and I don't want to say you fake it till you make it but like yes fake it till you make it but yeah I I don't know I just finished reading the book Atomic Habits literally like two days ago and it's so good because the whole book is basically about just like every day you get one percent better and it's like so true I think just in anything you do and just like how you live your life just live like one percent better so yeah I as long as you're just improving from like what and like being your like the best that you can be, that's like great. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I'm like looking at that book right now. Like it's on my coffee table. (laughs) I'm like in the middle of reading it. I feel like a lot of a lot of people now I've seen it a lot on social media and stuff. And I had gotten it maybe like a couple weeks ago. And I mean, me and my boyfriend are very like entrepreneurial people. We have a lot of motivation. So we always try to get like self-help books and things like that just to like always improve. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with like always learning something new. 
I know. I love it. Recently, I've been like on a help. I mean, I'm on, on a book like kick, right? Like reading kick, I guess. And so I just started reading 101 essays that will change the way you think. Mm-hmm. And then there's like Colleen Hoover. I might be butchering her name, but I see her all over TikTok. So I'm like reading one of her books now too. I just started like two days ago. So I'm like, lo- I'm like loving reading again, which I love, which I'm like, yay, I'm doing that. You know? Yes, I know. I know. Sometimes I get so busy and I'm like, oh, I don't have time to read, but I've been really making an effort to do that recently. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. I, I love reading too, but I agree. It's kind of like it always gets pushed to either the end of the night or, you know, I don't know, like if you set some set time aside during the day, but for me, it'll be like 11, 12 at night. And I'm like, all right, I guess I got to read now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm always like reading before bed, <laughs> but like you were saying about like being a reader and everything like that. I feel like I was when I was like maybe like 12, 13, 14. And then I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm I'm in high school now. And then you go to college and you're like, damn, I haven't read a book in like four or five years, you know? (laughs) I know it was. Yeah. I used to read a lot, like, I don't know, middle school or something. And then even like when I think in my college, I think I I don't even Okay, no, I think I did read like one or two books during college, but like not many, like not many. And I'm like, that is so embarrassing. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I couldn't remember the last time I actually picked up a book and was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to read this. So I was like, this needs to change. I was like, I don't know, but yeah. Right. Well, now also like on TikTok, Instagram, things like that, I see a lot of like the self help books and just like the fun books to read, but you also like learn from it. And I think like, in this right and like our at our age I feel like that's the perfect thing to be like investing in and just like looking into is like buying a good book and realizing that like we were just saying you know not everybody has always had it together like I read the book you are a badass I think it's called and I absolutely loved it I want to read like a little like a little bit more of her series because I know she has like a couple different books yeah, I know she has like, you're a badass at making money or something. I'm like, oh, that's probably one that's probably really good because that the one with the yellow cover, the one that you just mentioned, is so good. I love that one. Literally. And she was like, she was so real in it, just saying, like, I didn't know what I was doing when I was, you know, 20, 21, 22, even like 25. You know, she she kind of like figured it out along the way. And I just think that that's like a really important message to remember is no one knows what they're doing. Always try to improve. Always just like try to be the best version of yourself and don't really like compare yourself to anyone else because you have no idea what's going on, you know, behind closed doors. I know that's so true. I feel like you don't want to let people like you don't want to let that that fear like stop you, I think almost from like actually going after what you want. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, going back to your social media agency, what exactly like what exactly do you do for clients? Like, are you more on the management side? Are you more like creative design? Yeah, so I am a little bit I do management for all of them. So I I currently have six clients and I do management and select few or really only the ones that are local. I do like creative design to like creative directs, monthly photo shoots for them and stuff. And then I am so excited actually to say this because I like finally got every like all the legal stuff. I guess sorted it out today. So I'm going to officially start managing influencers in like a month or so. So I'm adding that. So I'm super, super, extremely excited about that because kind of going back to saying like what I was interested in, like I was always interested in marketing kind of when I was younger. It was because I used to like, I have this vivid like childhood memory of me having cut out pictures of celebrities on my wall yeah, and having like 
a client, I guess, come in. Like it was like an invisible person. Okay. And then it would come and they'd be like, Oh, you know, we're looking for a model. And it was like this, 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 you know, of like this looks and stuff. And then I, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, and then I'd pick all the like celebrities and pictures. I'd be like, Oh yeah. Like that's perfect for your shoot basically. So in a way in my head, I'm like, Oh my God, that kind of translates to influencer marketing or like like imagining it as a kid. And a kid, I just, I don't know. I used to like love like cutting out things and for magazines and like pictures and doing like collages. So it's so weird because I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's, I was like being like their talent manager or something or like influencer manager, whatever you want to call it. So I'm really excited about doing that. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, that is exciting. So would you just be like representing them basically or doing more of their social media? Yeah. So for them, I'd be basically representing them, not social media. So it's kind of just like negotiating brand deals and like contracts, like reviewing all their contracts and things like that. It's more like the administrative side and or like it's like basically you're helping the influencer run their business. And so I'm really excited to do all the invoicing deals and like negotiating for them. So yeah, it's really exciting. And then for my other clients, yeah, I do basically a social media management, like I said, but I have in the past an email marketing, like websites, blog writing, a lot of brands nowadays really want like that content creation or like um, content creation that looks like organic or like original. So I do like, it's which is called like your content creator. So kind of like your content creator for certain brands and everything, which is you want to be an influencer, like how the influencer perks without being an influencer. I feel like content creator is like the perfect thing to do because you don't have to post on your social media. You just create the content for brands. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And it performs really well on their end. So they love it. Right, right. Everyone loves the the good, the high numbers, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's all a numbers game. <laughs> oh my gosh, for sure. So what connections have you made through this agency and through starting your own business? I know, again, like going back to like our generation, there's so many more, like there's a trend literally called girl boss. You know what I mean? There's, there's like so much going on with female owned businesses and just like woman empowerment and things like that. So For you as a woman, how have you benefited from starting your own business and like what opportunities have you found? I've like loved, well, first I loved being guest on podcasts like yours for starters. Like, I think that's so like cool. I think I, like, I always listen to podcasts and I was like, this is so cool. Like people are guests on podcasts. Like I would love to do that one day. What? And it's so crazy to be like on that side. And it's like little, I don't think about it like that, but it is actually really, really cool. So things like that, I've made a lot of really cool other friends on social media managers. That class that I talked for, that I talked about earlier that I took, that it was like six weeks. I'm actually still in contact with a lot of those because a lot of those other girls are also like the agency owners and stuff. So it's like really nice to have them in that support group. But I always say this, meeting my clients, like they're kind of like my friends at this point. Like we talk every day, almost, almost every day. And it's really cool because they're also business owners. So they also like understand and appreciate the hustle. And it's really nice because I get to learn from them. And the majority are of them are older. So I feel like they're like wiser and I don't know, they just appreciate things too because they also are also business owners. So mm-hmm. It's really nice. I don't know, to connect with them like that. But yeah, and obviously like I've learned like so much about myself as a person. Definitely that like I don't have the answer to I can't be like good at everything. I've definitely learned that there's like, that's impossible. Like I definitely know that I'm going to need help at one point or another. And I've accepted that fact. Yeah. I've learned like, so about like the kind of leader I am business owner I am and everything. Yeah. 
Oh my God. No, that's so awesome. I always think about like how much you can learn and grow from doing something from scratch. That's like completely on your own. The things that you're describing, I can kind of compare to solo traveling and just traveling in general, because that's kind of more like my niche is definitely travel and definitely just going places and experiencing the world and stuff like that. And I feel like even though it doesn't seem like I'm building anything in terms of a business or a brand, but it's like going to places and meeting new people and like doing it for me, you know, doing it like completely on my own. It's like the same feelings. You build confidence, you network, you have friends, you know? Well, oh my God. I well, I want to hear about your solo travel. Did you say solo travel? Yeah. 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 So basically long story short is I, <laughs> I know a super long story, but I started solo traveling pretty much like November, 2020. So like a little bit after the the beginning of the pandemic, like still in the middle of the pandemic. But what I had seen a lot on my TikTok, and then obviously since I was looking it up, it just became my entire, like every ad that I was seeing was what I was looking up. And it was these like seasonal jobs and work exchanges and things like that. So I actually went and I moved to Colorado for like three months to work at a ski resort, like by myself. Oh my gosh. And it was amazing. It was like the best experience ever. I am still in contact with like all my coworkers because all of us were doing the same thing. So we had moved out of our hometowns. We were living in like this, like we each had our own room and our own bathroom and things like that, but it was in a dorm or like an apartment basically. Yeah. So everyone was kind of in the same building. We all worked together. So we would walk to work together. We would just like go skiing on our days off. Like it was just like, it was insane. And it was just amazing. And that's kind of like what got my solo journey started. That is so cool. So you said you did like that, like work abroad or like work. Like what is it? What is it called? It's called like work exchange. Work exchange. Oh, that's crazy. Cause I feel like I've seen, I've heard about it like on YouTube videos or TikToks. And that's crazy. That pe- I mean, obviously people actually do that, obviously, but I just have never known anyone that did that. Yeah. It's really awesome. And now that I, and then I've done like other solo trips, like just by myself, like I'll just like fly to like my most recent one, I flew to Arizona and I rented a car and just kind of like drove around the different states and things like that, which was absolutely amazing. But like, I'm just super comfortable in my own skin. I'm like very extroverted. So I don't mind, you know, being in a room where I don't know anybody because I just I love talking to people and it's just like a lot of fun. I love that. What did your parents say when you wanted to like solo travel? Because I feel like my mom, I feel like, what's what? They'd be so scared, I think. (laughs) That's why like I started off by like weaning them into it a little bit. So that's why I got a job somewhere. And I was like, listen, I'm going to go. It's pretty much like as if say you got a job in New York and you told your parents, hey, mom, I got a job in New York. I'm going to go and move out there. It's pretty similar, except these are like more short term trips. So like you would find either a hotel or there's a lot of you could work on like boats in different places and you could do like resorts and things like that. And you just get a job and you sign a contract for maybe like mine was three months. So I just stayed there for three months. The best part is that everybody else is is doing the exact same thing. Like, it's not like you're alone, you know? Right, right. So that's kind of how like 
Yeah. Like that's kind of how I, I got my parents to agree. Then once they realized that I was literally living like by myself (laughs) in a totally different state, like across the country, pretty much once I, you know, suggested that I wanted to do more solo trips and things like that, they were kind of more on board with it because I already experienced it once. That is so awesome. That's like kind of a very smart way to do that. Have your parents already agree. Like you're already agreeing to it 50%. So like, you're like, come on. They're like, okay, fine. Right, right, exactly. And now working remotely, because that's pretty much what I do. I do some social media for businesses, but I'm just like part-time for them instead of, you know, like having my own business or whatever. So just having like working remotely, it always makes me think, all right, I want to just like travel and work, you know? I know. I love that. So you also do social media, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you work from home and stuff. Yeah. I know. It's so nice because you could like just basically pack up and go. Exactly. Exactly. My lease here ends in like a couple months and we're like debating on what we want to do and everything like that. But for me, like I'm about to graduate college. So I'm just ready to kind of like travel and experience everything. That's awesome. I feel like I don't take advantage of like traveling or experiencing life as much as I should, even though I do work from home. But I'm like, I definitely should. I know that my boyfriend has talked about being, oh, we should go to a different city. Like, let's say like Austin, Houston, or even LA for like two weeks and just like getting a long-term Airbnb and just like staying there for, you know, two weeks. Cause he also works from home. And I'm like, that is so true. Cause like, we don't like, we could travel honestly at any point, like we don't have to. So it's so crazy. I'm like, I know I need definitely need to take advantage of that for sure. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot easier said than done. Of course, there's a lot more that goes into it. And a lot of like the financial stuff is kind of what stops people. Like for me, like I have a lease now, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm paying for my apartment, but then, you know, if I left and I traveled for say a couple of weeks, it's like, okay, well I'm paying for my apartment and now I'm paying for an Airbnb plus, you know, so there's like a lot of like financial things that, yeah, it's tricky to, that like stops people. But I think if there's the opportunity to then go for it. I know definitely I think if you're in between leases I think it's the best time and before you signed one you know before you sign a new one I guess the perfect time to do it but I yeah I love I love traveling yeah you should do it more definitely since you have like I don't want to say that you have a lot of time but you have a lot of like flexibility in terms of working from home it is so crazy I think because I feel like I always tell my friends this too. And it's like, whenever I'm not working and because I do work for myself, I feel almost guilty. Like if I were to go to Starbucks, like during the work middle of the work day, I am like rushing back home. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I just wasted 20 minutes. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, no, Gigi, like you need to calm down because if I were to work for a corporate, right? Like an actual agency, like you probably have like an hour break, a lunch break is, is a lot, is a long, who have, I mean, some people have like 30 minutes, but let's say 30 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour. Right. And I'm like, 20 minutes isn't going to hurt. Like, that's totally fine. Like you need to relax. And like people always say this, it's like, when you stop working nine to five, you work 24 seven. And I think it's so true. Like, and it's, I just feel so guilty for, and I'm like, I need to break that habit because it's not healthy. It's like not a healthy boundary. And I'm like, I need to get real with myself. And I'm like, no, I know. Right. And I think that's where time management comes into play because even for the companies that I work for, it's kind of like, 
oh my God, it's like already 9 PM and I'm still, you know, trying to plan things out for the next like couple of weeks or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. no one does this. Like if I had a regular job, like no one is working at 9 PM. <laughs> like this is not, yeah. Like there's no need to be doing this. This isn't like a death. This isn't like life or death. Like this is not it. So and I, I always say like, if well, I was going to say something, oh, well, I was, I just got this journal, right? It's called future self journal. And I, I've had it for, I think a month and I love doing it in the morning, right? Because I, it asks you like prompts and questions in the morning and then you have some Friday night. I really, really recommend it. I think I got it off Amazon or like they have it on Instagram though too. Yeah. I saw like Instagram ads for it. That's how I got suckered into it. But, <laughs> but I like, there's, I think there's this thing, right. That I like have made up and it's called like overworking, right. Or it's like overworking means when you're like past your point of being productive and you're just being like counterproductive. Like you're not, you're not even doing anything at this point. You're just working to work. And I always tell myself, like whenever I get to that point, just close my laptop. Right. And I came up with this like idea or this term in my head because of that journal. That's why I brought it up. And because it's like, that's something that I've been practicing on. Like if I have nothing to work on, then why am I still working? Like I'm not I'm just like literally working for nothing, which makes no sense. Like you're trying to find something to do when nothing is there to do. Yeah. It's like, no, like just uh, like, no. (laughs) Right. Exactly. But like you said, I think that's something that's like passed over when people think about starting their own business or just being an entrepreneur or working, you know, with clients and things like that is is that you never really stop working, like you said. So even though you closed your laptop, and I found this too, just when you work in social media, you're never off it. You can't be, you know, you probably, I don't know, you know, if you having access to all of my company's social medias, I get notifications for their DMs. You know what I mean? I see their messages and then I'm like, oh, well, should I answer this? No, it's 10 p.m. Like, (laughs) do not answer it. (laughs) That's crazy. You just mentioned that because I saw this TikTok that was really, really good. And it's saying that how like, like social media management or marketing could be really kind of, you need to set like really like strong boundaries in place because like social media is addictive, right? To us, right? As humans, because whenever you get validation on likes and you're getting comments, or replying back that gives you like a dopamine spike so when you're running multiple social media accounts you could be getting really high highs like and then but also when something flops you're like oh my gosh so this is a, a normal person is like normal but as social media managers this is like 10 times intensified because we have that many more accounts that we're managing it was it was really interesting that you said that because it's so true like you kind of get addicted it's like that's why i said it's a numbers game and it's you're always checking and like i have this strict policy where i really do not check my agency's instagram on the weekend i don't do that like that is i'll read it on monday like it'll still be there on monday you know so yeah I It's really, really interesting, but I feel like no one really understands that. And that's why I love like building a community and like talking to people that do the things that I do because it's like relatable and we could all like chat about it. I think it's so important to have a supportive group, I feel like. Oh my gosh, definitely. Because there's totally times where you could feel completely alone. You're like, oh my God, I'm the only one that's kind of going through this. But then the second that you talk to someone else who is either a social media manager or just works in like the marketing social media industry, they understand exactly what you mean. I know. It's so nice. Because I don't know, I think people could probably just think that what we do is like just post some pictures on Instagram and maybe just like relax. Like, yeah, it's so easy. Like, and I'm like, okay, no, there's like a strategy behind it. And I'm like, like, it's more than just finding a picture, you know, and like, right. 
finding the right hashtags. If you use hashtags, it's like, I mean, there's so much more like what's behind it. Right. And then it's also like after, even after you post it, you still have stuff to do like follow-up tasks or something. So it's just like, it's a, it's a lot. And I mean, try coming up with like <laughs> 20 pieces of content a month. Like exactly that's a lot of work. You know? And then like, you, and then, and then it's like when the month's over, you have to do it all over again. Yeah. Original yeah. content. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like, this is not, this is not easy peasy. If, if it was, then everyone would be doing it. Right. Oh my God, exactly. Oh yeah. I was also going to say, I'm like, plus with all like the social media changes coming up, like the trends and the algorithms and the changes and the updates. I'm like, it's, I don't even know anymore. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Sometimes I look at my social media and I'm like, I feel like my parents, like, I feel like I'm like kind of getting lost, like in it, you know what I mean? And now like the younger generations, they know what to do. They know what, what to say or what, what's coming up. And then for me, I'm like, what's the trend now? Like what's trending? (laughs) No, I know. I definitely could relate to that. It's crazy. Like, I don't even, yeah. No, seriously. It's tough. It's tough. But I think honestly, like at the end of the day, I know right now we're kind of like on a rant sesh, but we love it. You know what I mean? Like we wouldn't stop doing it for anything. Oh my God. Yeah. I always say, right. I'm like, what I love about my job is that it's creative, but also very like strategy focused because I do think I'm a creative individual. Right. But I also am like very logical and I love like end of month reports to write with like all the numbers analytics. And I try to make correlations and stuff and applying that to like the following month. I love that, especially when I don't have the energy or like I'm going through a creative route, right? Like obviously like that's completely normal and I'm like I just love that like I love also like the numbers and the analytics and the insights so I love that about art like you know marketing it's like yeah exactly exactly and you don't need to be super creative to be able to manage social media but you also need to you also don't need to be like super analytical in order to create content it's kind of like a little bit of everything and like going back to what you were saying how you know, people think that it's just about posting a picture or just, oh, go outside and take a picture and then post it. It's like, well, no, you got to talk with the client about it. You have to, you know, there's like so much approval and so many like steps that go into a single post. It's insane. It is insane. It is a lot of work. I do. I'm like, I love I like love what I do. Like sometimes it's so crazy because I don't know. Like I didn't think I would be a social media manager. I think when I thought I was going to be like in marketing, I was like, oh, maybe I could be like marketing coordinator or like an account executive or account coordinator or something like that. One of the internships that I had was at an advertising agency um, where I'm like where I live. And I don't know. It just like wasn't really the vibe (laughs) to be honest. Like I was just like, "Eh, this is just like not really it for me. And then so I had like two internships with that one agency and they were both three months long. And then at the second one was when COVID started happening. So we started working from home. And then obviously as an intern working from home, there's like, there's not really much to like work to give you. So then my, that second term of that internship kind of was ended, short, like ended short. Yeah. So then I, you know, but I was like, I don't know. I'm not, I wasn't really a fan of it, of like the agency industry, but at the beginning, that's really what I wanted to do, of course. Cause like, who doesn't want to work for a market? agency you know like obviously um but yeah then I was like you know what I think I'll do this on my own yeah exactly why not I think for me my my like 12 year old dream was to work like in New York City at a magazine company or something 
Oh my God. I remember I would visit New York like a lot because I'm originally from Rhode Island. So we're only like a couple hours away. And I swear every time I was in there, I mean, of course I was like younger and and littler. So everything was just so much bigger. And I was like, oh my God, I want to be like, you know, that corporate, like working at Vogue or working at like any sort of magazine. Like I feel like that would have been like, that was my dream as a kid, but Now that I'm getting older, even at like the startups that I'm at and stuff, like I meet a lot of people who have worked for corporations and they're like, it's not all that it's like, you know, talked up to be. And like we said at the beginning of the episode, just fake it till you make it. Because like even at in like these big corporate agencies, it's you know, they're saying like it's not even that that cool, you know? So it's crazy. It's all it's really not what it seems. Like it's just a highlight reel. Right, exactly. So so at this point, it's like, why not do it ourselves? I know, right? I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I literally, I would just do it by myself. Thank you very much. It's so crazy because my family, when they're like, when I told them that I was starting, right? They were just like, what? Like, what, what do you mean? And I was like, like, I was like, I need to make money, right? right? This whole situation is like not really working out. Like, well, I don't even, whatever, right? And so um, they're like, okay, when you, we're going to support you and everything, but don't get an LLC until you actually see this being like profitable, sustainable, you know, all that stuff. So it was until like three months after I got, I started working with clients that I got an LLC and, you know, became like an actual corporation and like small business, I guess beforehand, I guess you could say I was just freelancing and it was just freelancing, but yeah, my family was like, let's just wait like three months, you know? And then after that, we'll get you like everything that you need to. Oh my God. That's so awesome. Well, I guess my last question for you would be what advice would you give to someone who's just starting, whether it's in social media or just in general, like say someone who just graduated college or even a little bit younger. And they're kind of like in that phase of like trying to figure it out. Yeah. I would say definitely don't be afraid to just start. I know that's like the hardest part just starting mm-hmm. and it's so simple right and it could be like if you want to post content if you want to start I don't even like maybe even like cooking healthier or just like yeah or like starting your own company like literally just starting let's say you're a singer and you want to start posting more con- like videos on TikTok of you singing I don't know whatever it is like just start because once you get that momentum going, it's going to be really, really nice. And you're going to like, you feel really proud of yourself, right? Like at the end, like, you know, a few, like a month, a few months in, you're going to be like, wow, like I, I can't believe I actually did it. This is so cool. You know, and you're actually doing the thing that you were like afraid of. So don't let like the fear hold you back of like actually pursuing your dreams. Cause I always say like the road less traveled on is like usually far more enjoyable, So that's my big takeaway. I love that. I've never, I've always heard like, you know, always take the road less traveled, but it's like, like you said, it could, it it could always be more enjoyable than the one that everyone else is taking. Yeah. Like that's boring. Like everyone does that. Come on. Like, like, don't do that. Like, I'm totally kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Again, easier said than done. It's like, isn't it easier to just follow everyone else? You know? Oh my gosh. I know. And I mean, like, sure. I, I follow people for certain things too. I'm just like, oh, whatever. But yeah, like just have fun with it. Like life's too short. Just go for it. I say like, but yeah, just have fun with it. I feel like make it your experience, make it your journey, make it you. But yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, like always just make like be very, just be always be yourself like and, and like follow your heart, I guess. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, just to add on a little bit to what you said before we close out the episode is in, I don't know if it was Atomic Habits that I read it in or another like self-help book, but I read something about like the impermanence of life and how like basically being like no decision you make is going to be permanent. Like, so for example, right now you starting your agency, sure. It felt so permanent. You know what I mean? You were like, this is what I'm doing. Like, and these are the clients I'm getting and this is how it's going to go. When you look back at 30 years old, you're not doing this agency anymore. You have a totally different job or you completely switched fields. It's like that decision that you were stressing out on because you thought about how permanent it was. It was probably one of the least permanent decisions that you made. I love that quote. Yeah, that's, I love that. Right. And I try to, I try to remind myself of it whenever I'm stressing out about a decision, because I was like, all right, let me just make this decision and see what happens because I can always change it. Nobody else is in control of your life except you. If you want to quit your job and be broke for a little while and then find a new one, then Hey, that's a decision that you have to make. You know, if you want to start your own business or if you want to stay at a job that you don't like, just to make that extra money. Like that's your decision. Those, these are all like our decisions that we're making. And it seems like it's always like brought out to be that it's super permanent and it's like super important decisions. But even the aspect of say, applying to college, picking the school that you want to go to. I transferred schools twice. You know what I mean? Like it's not a permanent decision, no matter how like stressful it might feel in the moment. I know. I, I love that. Cause I feel like a lot of people always, there's so much stress. I'm like, I need to make the right choice. Right. But honestly, just do what feels right at the moment. Like, <laughs> you know, exactly. And like you said, like just start and adjust later because you can always change things up. Yeah. Like, no, like if you think about it, really nothing is set in stone, right? Like really nothing. There's obviously some some caveats to that. But I mean, there's always things that can be changed. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, we're, we're, we're on a floating rock in the middle of a galaxy. Nothing is, (laughs) nothing is set in stone for sure. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, that could be a totally different tangent about the earth and space and everything like that. Yeah, that is like, yeah, that's a whole different ballpark in itself. Exactly, exactly. But anyways, thank you so much for being on and again, like being super flexible with everything. Of course. No, thank you. (laughs) Well, if you want to shout out your socials and where people can find you and the agency and things like that. Of course. So my personal Instagram is girlygigi. That's G-I-R-L-Y-Y-G-I-G-I. And then my agency's Instagram is um, girlsocially. So G-I-R-L-S-O-C-I-A-L-L-Y. It's like a mouthful. But yes, so girlygigi and girlsocially. Awesome. Okay, well, I'll put both of those links down below so people can reach out if they want. And yeah, such a great episode. Thank you. Of course. No, thank you so much for having me. Well, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learned a lot from this conversation. If you want to follow along with the podcast, feel free to follow us on Instagram at Lifestyle Redesign Podcast. And if you want to follow along with me and my journey, feel free to follow me at Sam Evans Travel on Instagram or send me an email at Sam Evans Travel at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.